Hey guys, Dominic Neshi here from Wealthy. Before we jump into the podcast, I wanted to just remind you that if you are enjoying the content that we're creating, you're liking the guests and getting something out of it, please like, subscribe and pass it on to all your friends that might find it helpful. And remember that all of this is ultimately so you can learn how to build wealth through property. If you have an existing portfolio or you're looking to start that journey, feel free to reach out to me and the team and we'll find out ways that we can help you. Now, without further ado, let's jump into the next episode. Hey guys, Dominic Neshi here from Wealthy and this is another episode of Wealthy Wednesday. Today, we are very excited to announce that we have Tiffy join the team. Thank you very much. <laughs> you look I'm a little super, nervous. No, I'm super excited. I'm so excited. This is day two in the role mm. uh, for everyone out there. And I've had the best two days since I've joined. That's really nice to hear that. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot to chat today, Tiffy, about one, you want to introduce you to the team, but I want to talk about um, some property market news, what's been happening. And I also want to chat about interstate investment and what that means. Before we jump into the news, Tiffy, would you mind giving us a little bit of an introduction and who you are, where you've yeah. come from. And a lot of you are going to hear from Tiffy in the, in the future. She's got a great network, a great body of knowledge. She understands international investments. You've been all over the globe. You've been worked with big international organizations. <laughs> and I, I'm not to hype her up, but she is a great, great person to join the team. And I can't wait for you to get out there and meet all of our viewers. Oh, that's, that's very kind. So I'm Tiffy Robinett. Um have been living in Australia for the last five years I worked for seven and a half years in the FMCG world for a company called Unilever and did most of my Unilever career across marketing, a little bit of sales. Um, and in 2019, I decided to change careers completely. And it all came from the background of I finally found my life purpose, which is to help people who are not happy with their jobs transition to a life of fulfillment. Mm. And I started my own property investment journey. And within my first six months of 2019, I was able to buy three houses in New Zealand. Um, and, and suddenly I decided... I, I, I didn't decide it from one day to another, but I quit my job. I started uh, immersing myself full time into the property investment world. And I want to help others do what I've been doing so far. Um, so, yeah, I've been studying mostly the New Zealand and US markets and, of course, Australia. Yeah, you've been a great contribution to the team because all the information that you've gleaned from working international markets has been very transferable. And what I love about working with Tiffy, she has this engineer's brain, very methodical, but super interpersonal. You understand what it's like to be working with a person and go through that journey because it's all so fresh. And you've felt and seen the felt and seen the rewards of buying property, liberating yourself. And ultimately, that's the wealthy journey. Agree, agree. And and the reason why I say sometimes people don't see the connection in my life purpose with what I do. Um, so... I'm going to mention, I do have a Facebook group called Career Change Support for Millennials. Mm. And I've been doing private um, phone calls with people I was wanting to understand better. We have almost 2,000 members. And the number one thing that comes up every single time when I talk with someone privately is that in their career change journey, the financial component plays a massive role. Um, and, and passive income and gaining that freedom of choice with how we spend our lives and our time 
time is the reason of being of wealthy, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of your own purpose as well. And I think we're all in this, like, looking for the same things, right? Certainly. And let me just, you know, we digressing because I feel like this is a whole podcast episode that we should (laughs) chat about. But I would not have been able to start this business and I would not have felt comfortable to start this business um, a couple of years ago if I didn't have a portfolio that was paying me a passive income that was covering a good chunk of my expenses, life would have been a lot harder for me. So with that in the background sort of taken care of, it enabled me to look forward and think, what do I want to create without the stresses and anxieties of having to pay bills out of um, you know the, the business? Because business doesn't make a lot of money for the first couple of years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so without further ado, Tiffy, thank you very much for the introduction. Don't go thank anywhere. You. We're going to ask you some of your comments, but today I want to chat about, um, this recovery that we're having. You're seeing an experience in this. You're coming a lot of client meetings and there's been a big shift. Uh, only six months ago, people didn't really want to talk about property. It was scary, but now people are coming back. They're wanting to buy and we can feel that market recovery. Um, Eliza Owen, she is one of the head economists at CoreLogic. If you don't know CoreLogic, look it up. It's going to be one of your best friends. She has said that this might be the fastest recovery on record. And now let me explain that. Typically, a a, a downward market, well, this downward market was 24 months long. It was falling for about two years. It fell about 8.4%. And in just the last seven months, it's come back 6.7%. Now, in January, it did 0.9%, and if it keeps on tracking at nearly 1% per month, in the next three months, we're basically going to make up that full market recovery in just half the time that it fell down. This is really important. I said a lot there, but just to simplify it, normally when a market falls, if it falls for 24 months, it would normally recover over 24 months. It fell for 24 months, and it's recovering in less than 12 so that's really saying that people have acknowledged while wow, the market's down, it's sale period. And we thought it would be an investor-led recovery. What's actually happening, what the data has said is the majority of people coming into the market are first home buyers, upgraders, and downsizers. So it's really people that are living in their homes trading. What I can see is there's a tremendous opportunity for investors out there. Because if you've got a half a million dollar investment and you've picked it in a good market where you've got home buyers trading properties and it's moving by 1% per month, that's $5,000 per month that you're making. That's a significant increase. Over the space of 12 months, that's you know um, $60,000. Okay, so that's, that's the opportunity I can see out there, but it really does underpin on making sure that you're picking the right markets, you're picking areas that follow our key criteria, which is pies, population, investment, employment, um, and supply. We can talk about that when you come visit us and probably do a whole podcast on that. Now, I digress. What I want to talk about now is interstate investment. Um, We had a meeting today, just this morning. I won't name names, but it was really interesting. He had spoken to a lot of property investment groups that are out there. And normally here in the Sydney market, everybody's trying to take you out of Sydney and move you into Queensland or move you into Melbourne or Adelaide, all these other cheaper markets because of the affordability. I won't talk about the availability of high, commi- availability of high commissions, but 
a lot of these investment groups are taking you elsewhere. And what I have to say is there's a massive opportunity in New South Wales and in Sydney. We have unprecedented levels of investment in infrastructure all over Sydney. All you need to do is have a look at the drafts metropolitan plan or the 2036 studies that are out there. And you can see that we're trying to build brand new railways, schools, roads. There's so much infrastructure. If you go out to the western suburbs of Sydney, we've got a whole second airport. It doesn't make sense for you to go elsewhere. So if you're buying your first or your second property, it does make a lot of sense for you to be able to jump in your car, drive out, see the dirt or kick the building and say, this is a real place. It, it adds a lot of emotional integrity. You've been brave and in investing overseas and, and internationally, and that's that's a scary endeavor. Would it have made it simpler for you if you could just drive out and have a look at the neighborhood? Definitely. Simpler for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I think that people should not sell them, themselves short. Like if you have the opportunity to invest in your backyard and it is a good feasible option, it should be explored. So don't be in a rush to go and jump in Melbourne and Brisbane and all these other interstate markets. Have a look here, have a chat to us because there are definitely opportunities underneath that $750,000 price point. And we can really see that this is a really explosive year ahead of us. So stay tuned. We've got many, many more podcasts to come. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Wealthy Wednesday. Tiffy, thank you very much for joining us on this show. And we can't wait to see your own content as well. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. We'll chat to you all soon.